Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for episode five of Purdue Campus Community Essentials. This is part one of two. I'm Leslie Charters with Purdue Student Legal Services along with Will Evans from the Wellness Office. And we have a special guest here from the Dean of Students Office. His name is Tim Birch and he is with Student Support Services. Tim, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Awesome, thanks for joining us, Tim. Why don't you just kick us off with telling us a little bit about you and what you do on campus? Yeah, uh, like I said, or like Leslie said, I work in the Dean of Students Office. My title is Student Support Specialist. Um, we have a team of six of us and we handle all things general student support. So there's some things that we facilitate directly and then there are some things where we partner with other offices around campus to help students navigate difficult situations, things they might be trying to you know, figure out in terms of what student life looks like at Purdue. So I often call myself the default when students want to talk <laughs> about legal issues, but I kind of see student support services as the default for all other issues on campus. Yeah. Just anything that a student doesn't know how to navigate, would you agree they should probably come to you first? Yeah, I think if you're in a situation as a student where you're not sure where to start, then people in my position are the perfect person to start with. Um, you know, I think a lot of what we deal with every single day is here's what I'm going through or here's what I'm dealing with. What should I do about it? Um, like I said, some of those things then we deal with directly, other things then we outsource to other offices on campus that are better served for that student, including Student Legal Services, the Wellness Center at the REC, um, and other offices for student support. Yeah. How do students come to be in your office? How do they find you? How do they get connected with you? Yeah, there's two ways. Um, we have what we call drop-in hours where we have somebody on call uh, every single day of the week from eight to five. They can, they, they can get reached via phone, via email, or just literally dropping in our office. Mm -hmm. um, so if you show up to the office, if you call or if you email, almost guaranteed you will get somebody right then. You will not be put on hold or be asked to call back later. Um, and then if you are a student that we find out about through the student concern reports, which I know I believe that was discussed with Stephen in an early episode, um, those do get assigned to us. If we if it is determined that we are the best person to to deal with that situation, and then we will reach out to the student via email, mm -hmm. um, and then go from there. Whether it's best to meet via Zoom, in person, or just communicate via email um, moving forward. Yeah. Can you give us some examples of reasons that students would visit your office? Like, what are the, the main issues that they come to you about? Yeah. The, the most common one is uh, class absences. I'm going to be missing class um, for whatever reason. And then um, we kind of help them navigate the class absence policy, depending on what their situation is. Mm -hmm. So the class absence policy covers three absences um, where students can be officially excused, and that's grief, so death of a loved one, military leave, and jury duty. Outside of that, um, it is handled at the instructor's discretion, but we kind of help facilitate that conversation, help students understand, you know, the best way to communicate that with the instructors, you know, kind of make them aware of it's uh, the, the benefit of having a plan, how many days you might be missing, um, what you think you might be able to do to stay included in your coursework, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where, just, I know you said come to your office just for the sake of Listeners, where is your office? Yeah, our office is in Schleeman 207, so right. second floor of Schleeman. Um, you know, if you come in the main lobby, they're going to, a student, most likely a student worker is going to ask you what brings you in today. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, then they're going to either assign you to somebody if you know who you're there to see, or if you are there just to see a general student support person, they'll, they will direct you to the person who's on call at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And, and would you say that students also come to visit your office for things like homesickness? Just to, to have someone to listen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the key piece to our office is, like I said earlier, you will get somebody if you call or if you stop by. Yeah. And I think at times, you know, we've even had situations where a student is walking through campus and they just feel like they need to discuss whatever they're going through mm -hmm. with somebody. And if they dip into Schliemann and come to 207, they'll, they'll get somebody right then. Yeah. And so, you know, we can talk with them 10 to 15 minutes right there in the moment, but then... We could schedule follow-ups if they feel like that was productive, or we can help connect them with either CAPS or other offices where, you know, they can get a more thorough, you know, treatment plan. But if if they come and talk to someone like me and they go, that was great, then I say, well, then let's schedule another one for next week or two weeks from now or whatever, you know, whatever the student feel like, feels like would be beneficial for them. Yeah. Do you have a favorite success story working with students? Yeah, I think this past semester, I mean, I've had, I have two. One was a group of grad students who uh, kind of ran into a situation um, with an internship policy that didn't account for graduate students who had a visa status situation. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I worked alongside of a lot of people to help them not only address that for them immediately, but then they kind of enacted change for the policy for future grad students oh, in that awesome. program. Yeah. yeah. And that, that was neat. Um, that was one of those started in September and then I got the email in December saying, hey, we got this, you know, completely cleared through Purdue yeah. student government, the graduate student government. And that was that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. And then um, most recently, a student who was just having some financial hardships created by COVID mm -hmm. and um, was in a situation where if uh, they didn't get this sorted out, they were going to have to be removed from the United States and from campus. And, you know, so we, again, worked with a variety of offices to get the students some aid that then they could stay on campus. And again, once you get that email saying, hey, I figured this out and I'm going to get to, you know, stay on my course to graduate, that's it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's a great success story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Tim, thank you so much for being here, talking about your office. I think it will be a huge help to students, faculty, staff to hear this, this podcast and hopefully um, one day just show up at your office when they need to talk. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Purdue Campus Community Essentials. Don't forget to tune back in for part two of Student Support Services as we continue our conversation with Tim. And if you have any topics that you want to hear discussed on the show, please feel free to shoot us an email at evans240 at purdue.edu. That's E-V-A-N-S 240 at purdue.edu. All links to the services mentioned in today's episode can be found in the episode description, so be sure to check those out and learn more about what the Dean of Students Office and Student Support Services can offer students. Hope to see you again next time.